right, here we go. This is the inaugural episode of our Celebrity Death Pool podcast. Um, welcome. I feel like we should have intro music. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that in post. So if you're hearing intro music, then that means that we did something fancy in post. Otherwise, la 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 la. Welcome. <laughs> um, my, uh, my name is Bethany. I am your host of the Celebrity Death Pool podcast. And with me, I have my good friend, Brad. Hey, Brad. Hello. Um, so this is, this is new. This is new to us. This is something that we have been talking about doing for probably a year or so, right? More. I mean, does that sound more? <laughs> probably a couple so, of years. Probably a couple of years. Um, this is something that started um, with a celebrity death pool that I hosted about 20 years ago. And essentially what happened was I was listening to Howard Stern and that's where I got my inspiration from was listening to Howard Stern and they had a version of a celebrity death pool where if I remember correctly, they just like picked a name, like just one celebrity that they used or had for the year. I don't really remember the specifics. I just remember thinking it was such an interesting and cool idea. And I took that and kind of ran with it and launched my first celebrity death pool with friends and some coworkers probably 20 years ago. And it has evolved ever since then. Um, it's, it's, I would say bigger now than it has been ever before. We have just under 20 people playing it. Um, and that's how Brad got involved in this. So I met Brad, gosh, 11 years ago, I think. Who knows? It's been that, it's been that long? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Feels um, longer. It, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, met Brad, I think, probably about 11 years ago when I started working at the company that he was at. And kindred spirits we decided or he he thought this was a great idea and has jumped on board um full disclosure we understand that when you say something like celebrity death pool it has the tendency to kind of put people off turn people off i mean would you agree with that would you say that this is not for everyone <laughs> i think that their first reaction is oh my gosh that's terrible I'm appalled. Uh, that's disgusting. And then five minutes later, they start rattling out names of people that should be on our list. Or they ask me, well, who's on your list? And then the conversation goes from there. Conversation Actually, goes from there. The funny story I always go back to is I think my first year or second year, I needed to get my picks in. And I was on a road trip uh, with my family. And I told my wife, oh my gosh, I've got to get my celebrity death pool picks in. And she said, that is disgusting that you do it. I think it's terrible that you pick people that are going to die. And then her next comment was, I think you should have Whitney Houston on your list. And that was the year she died. And I got there. Points. You go. And so, you know. got points. But you're right. See, you're right. It, it's not for everybody. And, and I, no. I, I totally understand that to full disclosure. We get it. Um, but to your point, I can't tell you how many times that I've reached out to a friend or mentioned this to someone or put it on Facebook. Hey, I'm getting ready to, you know, the new year is starting if anybody's interested and people will say, you know, Oh, I can't believe that you do that. Or that's just so morbid. And then inevitably those are the people that text me 
that says, did you hear so-and-so died? Did anybody have them on their list? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just comical because they could be making money off of this. So we want to be transparent with this podcast. We want people to understand that we are not doing a celebrity death pool as a way to will or celebrate a celebrity's death or encourage celebrity death. That is not what this is all about. And in fact, I would argue that the exact opposite is true. I would say that Brad and I are probably two of the biggest pop culture obsessed people that I know. And this is just a way to kind of help celebrate, if anything, the lives of these people that have passed away. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but we're all going to die. Like, that's just how this goes. I don't know if anybody else has a different or an alternate ending to this story, but the last time I checked, we're all going to die at some point. So in an effort to maybe try and bring some levity to what would probably be a pretty tragic situation, we've come up with this death pool. Um, admittedly, perhaps the way that our point structure is outlined, and we will get into that, um, but there are some rewards uh, for maybe a little more morbid of a death, if you will, as opposed to just being old and passing away in your sleep. <laughs> um, but I think ultimately, at the end of the day, when somebody passes away and we get a a text or we get, you know, somebody reaching out to us and saying, Hey, did you see so-and-so died? Um, that automatically sparks a conversation amongst us talking about that person and that their life. And did you see them in this? Or do you remember these events? And if anything, it gives us an opportunity to, I guess, mourn almost in our own way. I mean, what do you, what do you think about it? Do you think that that's accurate? Do you think I, that that's a pretty good I think representation? Absolutely. I think it's more of a celebration of these people's lives. I think we do mourn their passing. I think it's a way for us to remember their careers and their accomplishments and their achievements. I think, you know, as people get busy in their lives and, you know, pop culture moves on to what's hot at that minute, you forget about the people that came before and now with the comment that you made yeah we we are getting older and unfortunately this kind of ends the same way for everyone it's almost like our conversation about ed asner that mm -hmm. you and i always thought ed asner was old like he was never a young guy in his 20s to us which got us to the conversation of wilford brimley where i'm about to turn 50 and he was 51 when they filmed cocoon and he was a grandpa in an old folks home exactly so it, it kind of it has a, it, I think why I enjoy it so much is it has a lot of different meanings. One, it's a celebration. Two, it's a morning. And three, it just it, it puts your lives in perspective on well, where am I in my life based on where these people were at the same time. At their same time. Yeah. So you're you're about to turn 50. So you're getting close to that Brimley line. Huh? Um not you're not close you're close to the brimley line sorry uh, about it i know i know <laughs> it, you're if this is a conversation i routinely have with my husband because i think that he's months away from the brimley line so yeah well, explain it's, what it's the a, brimley line is so the brimley line is what you just said which is how old was wilford brimley at the time that he filled filmed cocoon because 
to your point, he has always been 200 years old. I don't, I could never picture Wilfred Brimley as a 21 year old young buck. I'm sure at some point in time he was, but not in our lifetime, not in our lifetime. He has never been that. So the Brimley line is the line that we all pass when you reach that age of when Wilfred Brimley filmed Cocoon, (laughs) which is 51. So, and to that point, when he filmed that movie, he was portrayed as a grandfather who was in an old folks home who, you know, was having mental issues. And I don't know about you, but I'm, you know, I'm not close, as close to the Brimley line as you and my husband are, but- well, here's a good I one for you. Feel that old at all? <laughs> for the for the Brimley line, let's put it in perspective. Anthony Kiedis, who you know very well, is older than fifty-one. Does he look like Wilford Brimley did in Cocoon? Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he does not. He does not. So, to that end, that is that is the conversation that we had at the passing of Ed Asner, which coincidentally nobody had on a list um that he was not i believe i don't believe he did anyway i went back and looked and i, I don't believe anybody he's always been old list. someone should have had him on um, but i guess he he fell under the radar you would have thought that actually somebody he would be him. i'm correct right. he was the last one alive from the mary tyler moore cast well from the from mary the tyler moore cast and it's oh, like yes he looked like the oldest guy in the cast when they filmed it and he survived everybody <laughs> he's, yeah. he outlived them all um so but let's talk about let's talk about our death pool and how it's structured because i i know and you and i have learned this when we're doing research for our names that we're going to pick up and put on for each year um if you google it you google celebrity death pool a thousand things come up so i hate to break it to anybody that's listening we are not the only sick ducks out there there are some other folks that have a a celebrity death pool and and have some pretty good names on those lists but what's interesting is if i'm correct we checked nobody has a podcast about their celebrity death pool it's just websites right Mm -hmm. i don't think i found a celebrity death pool podcast so So we're the winner hopefully we are the originators of the podcast (laughs) we're the winner of this one so so our, again, as I, as when I originally started this, it was a complete homage or credit to Howard Stern, because he was the first one that I had heard that did something like this. And I knew that just picking one name, and, and if he had more, forgive me, Howard Stern, don't come at me, you know, maybe there were more names on the list, but from what I remember in my short commute to and from work at the time was that each of the folks picked a name and that was their name that they stuck with for the year, which is a great, that's a great starting point. I immediately thought, how can I make this better? How can I make this more user-friendly for people that I knew? And it has evolved over the years. I originally started out with a list of 20 names and I realized that was way too many names to have on a list. It was far too cumbersome, not only to keep track of, but just to pick who you were going to put on the list. And there were uh, way too many overlaps, which we'll talk about why overlapping names is not a good thing in our particular game. So as it stands now, it's been this way for quite some time, but you pick 15 names 
15 different names that you will have on the list. The points are awarded based on the age of the individual when they pass away. And arguably speaking, you know, the older they are, the fewer points that you get, which really the way I kind of look at this is sort of like your 401k, you know, you want to have a little (laughs) bit of a diversity, (laughs) you want to have some risk takers, but you also want to have some steady eddies that are in there. Um, Our death pool runs on a calendar year. Admittedly, we usually take a break somewhere around January. And quite honestly, it's really just because I can't get my shit together in time to start it on January 1. Um, But we usually start it around February 1st and it will run through the end of the year. So whoever has the most points when, you know, the ball drops in Times Square. Literally uh, 11.59 on December 31st, we are... We are chewing our fingernails to see because someone may, someone may hit the list that night. We need to know the time of death. Someone may, exactly. That's exactly it. And I have had situations where I will, I've now started to kind of implement a run out period, you know, a time frame, um, you know, a little bit past New Year's Eve to sort of allow for those last minute things to come in because we all know, I mean, there are certain circumstances where somebody passes away and it doesn't hit the news until a couple days after. Or they find the body and say, oh, it's been there for three days and it happens to be over New Year's. It has happened. It has happened for sure. I think we had one of those this last year. I can't remember. I'll have to think of it for one of our next podcast, but this last year, we had some momentum or some position changes down to the wire, which makes down it to the wire. There which was a lot fun. of stuff that was happening at the end of the year, which makes it exciting for us. Tragic for the family members that are involved, but it's exciting for us. Um, so I mentioned it a little bit and you know, the, the, the variety, um, we have a rule that essentially states that if you have, If you share a name with someone else, if the same person has that name on their list, then you share those points. So as an example, Betty White, who is (laughs) over the age of 80, she is- Over the age of 100. She is is not 100 years old, is she? She might be 100 this year. I'll have to check that. All right, that's a Google. Let's figure that out because I didn't think she was that old, but- Regardless, she's she is, and this sounds awful when you actually say it out loud, but she's only worth 10 points, okay? Because she's older, she's only worth 10 points. But if Brad and I- She's 99. 99. Woo! All right, she is way older than I thought she was. Kudos to her, she looks great. She will be a 100 on January 17th of 2022. So next year she turns 100. Next year she turns 100. Okay. She looks great, but I say that out loud. And when's the last time anybody saw her in public? Mm. Just saying, just throwing it out there. Just kind of like, kind of like Richard Simmons. Kind of like Richard Simmons, kind of like Bob Barker. Nobody's seen that man for a hot minute. So that's true. That was like, where are these people? Like Sean Connery when he passed away. Yes. I got points for him because I hadn't seen the guy in a while. Maybe kind of thing. Even when you say that, I forget sometimes when some of these people have passed away. Like, I forgot Sean Connery died. Yeah, he did. 
that yep. would be that was a hard one that was a hard one all right so regardless if brad and i both have betty white on our list then instead of getting 10 points a piece we would only get five and i think that this is important not only as the game runner but as a game player in if everybody had the same names on their list that's not very much fun that's it's a pretty boring well, it's almost like you know rush limbaugh was you know diagnosed stage four terminal lung cancer well everyone right. had him on the list because they know he's probably not going to make it through the year so it's right. i like it because it really makes you work hard and it's not 15 obvious names and you hope you come out ahead this really makes you think and makes you really stay aware of things that you hear in the news and pop culture like there i'm not a country guy but there was some country singer that was really sick and a bunch of people put him on and they got points and i didn't so you right. do get credit for you know knowing knowing your stuff and and having a really good list put together right and paying it like you said paying attention to what's going on paying attention to how people are doing um and and what's up in their world so, and taking a risk like having justin bieber on your list taking a risk, taking a risk. So, you know, it's one of those things where I think it's great to have that variety of a list because, you know, again, I don't want to see 20 lists that all have Betty White on it because it's, it's boring. It's boring to see something like that. But then it's also a situation where you want to make sure that, you, like you said, you've got a little bit of a variety. You take that risk and you put a name on there that, you know, you're hoping that somebody else doesn't have. Um, now, to that point, we also have what we lovingly refer to as our Amy Winehouse pick. Now, this is not meant as an insult to the beloved Amy Winehouse. We all love her. We all adore her music. She's fantastic. But the fact of the matter is, is that the year that she passed away, not a single person had her on their list. And we all agreed that that seemed like a pretty missed opportunity considering her history and the struggles that she had with drug and alcohol addiction. Um, and that she famously had a song about rehab that she refused to go to. I mean, the woman was kind of thumbing her nose at the fact that she was not going to get better. And so none of us had her on the list. So the Winehouse pick is the name that you have identified and said, hey, I think this person is absolutely going to go this year. They are without doubt going to pass away. And so therefore I am betting on that person. And if I hit it, I get double the points. And that is regardless if somebody else has them on their list or not. So I think in that situation, there's a lot of strategy involved with us as well, because do you pick a wine house that's young? And if they hit, then you get a lot of points for that person, because not only were they worth more anyway when they were young, but they're, you're going to get double now. Or do you try to snake past some folks and pick a wine house that's a little bit older where somebody might only end up with two and a half points for a name because they had to share it, you end up with 20. Um, 
And I got to be honest, looking at the list of folks that we have, it's kind of all over the board. Um, Because I'm looking at your list, Brad, and you actually, you're playing two lists this year. I'm trying to do two lists and I'm not doing as good as I was hoping. Right. Right. And let's, let's also point out that Brad is a three-time winner. Is that correct? I thought it was five. Is it five? Five Five-time winner? Yeah. I think I finally found something I'm good at. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to give me some tips, because for as long as I've been running this, I've never won ever. I've never even cracked the top 10 ever. I've never even cracked the top three ever. unfortunately it's a gift and I, I can't explain it it's it's my x-man power i can pick people who are going to pass <laughs> pick people who are going to die that is your that's your skill wait a minute most the other of thing, us would choose to see through walls or fly but you can pick people you, who you die. forgot to mention at the beginning on the rules you cannot have any participation in correct. the killing of the celebrity that is <laughs> yes that is correct um you are absolutely right. And we do have bylaws for our celebrity <laughs> death pool. That is that is not a that joke. That I'm sure will be admissible as evidence in court one day. One when, day, they probably could be. <laughs> when somebody wins at the last minute and they're like, where is he? Why is he not here? Yeah. He's in Los Angeles or Why are in Vegas. LA? That's right. weird. <laughs> um, yes, you are I'm absolutely they have them on their right. list. Part of our rules are that you cannot encourage or participate in the passing, correct, (laughs) in the passing of a celebrity. It has to be, we are completely hands-off in that. So yes, you are right I think we decided that if you do, you're just disqualified. You are disqualified. (laughs) And we'll let the, we'll let Let the the law deal. (laughs) (laughs) But you cannot play this game anymore. And, And it has to be a known celebrity. Correct. It can't so, be, you know, I don't know, your buddy the guy that down was, your street it, that it was in the really... paper once or so. Well, he was in the paper. I mean, yeah. even I think we will bend like the red sweater guy from the presidential debates. Yes. I mean, we would even go so far as for him. I don't even remember the guy's name, but it's got to be a celebrity that we all know. And, and we do use the participants, vent that out or vet it out. If yes. there's ever a question that they are a celebrity or not, we'll post it to the players. And if you may know the guy or gal, you may not, but it has to be a known celebrity. It is something that the rule of thumb that I have historically used is that if I am going to find out if their death is going to be announced on TMZ or CNN, or there's going to be a Google alert about it, then that is somebody that's going to qualify as a celebrity. And I would argue that, your point to the red sweater guy from the old school president, we would find out about that. That would be right. on TMC. That would be right. something tragic news. He was hit by a bus. Isn't that awful? I mean, I'll say, Oh, do you guys remember that? And yes. Well, every, every now and then TMZ will report, you know, the guy that played the third friend on the monsters died. And you're like, who? And then you like look in and go, Oh, I kind of remember that guy. Exactly. But if I said his name, nobody would know it. Nobody would know it, but I can at least show you where he was. And it was reported by a, I know, national, let's say, I'm not going to say a credible news agency, but a national <laughs> news agency. I would say, though, that they're pretty friggin' credible at this point. I mean, they yeah, yeah. they have scooped some pretty big stories. So I would say that if it comes out on TMZ, it's probably a pretty you know, credible source. Thinking about that, 
obviously we have our Facebook page. So if anyone's interested, mm -hmm. you're more than welcome to follow us on the Facebook page. But I feel like most of the breaking news or when I first hear about a passing, it's a TMZ. It's not yes. CNN or the AP or the local news. It's TMZ is reporting it. So they, they do have some scoop. I guess they're calling them first when someone goes. Yeah, I think so. Um, and yeah, to your point, we do have a Facebook page. Um, it is all of the people that do play the game. And then we have some other friends followers. or family or followers that kind of hang on. Um, everybody has the ability to post in the page as it is right now. And so, you know, any of the players, if they see that scoop first, they immediately post it to the page so that we're all aware if somebody happens to pass away. Um, and then you can also see the lists of everyone on there as well and kind of follow along with who has points. Um, right now, the leader that we have, let me see here. So Beth, not Bethany, not to be confused with me because I am way down mm -hmm. in the tubs with less than a point. Um, Beth, on the other hand, is leading the pack pretty strongly with 45.8. And you know what? Um, She's been a formidable player. She's always near the top. I know even that last year, remember she was in first. Yes. And then I, again, I got to figure out what happened. And then I won last year, but you know, it's my gift, but Beth is pretty good at this too. Beth is pretty good at this. Beth started out slow the first year that she played. I don't think that she got a single point, which to be perfectly honest is not uncommon. A lot of times players will come in and they have a list of names of just celebrities that they know or like or have thought of or, oh, well, that person's old. And so they put them on the list and don't really think or put a lot of thought into it, if you will. And this is not to be disrespectful to anybody that's playing for their first year now, um, but it is, it's not uncommon to kind of see some pretty basic choices. Safe. Um, yes, safe. safe and basic choices, Right. Um, which was Beth. But now to your point, Beth has come out strong. She is crushing it because the next in line is Andy and Andy is at 43.47, um, which may not sound like a pretty, you know, like a, a gap, but it really is. Uh, because when you're looking at some folks could only be worth, you know, a fraction of a point, depending on how you shake it out, um, you know, to have a gap of almost four points is, is a pretty big spread. Sure. Uh, now, the flip side of that is, is that I don't think, I know that Beth's Winehouse has not hit. Oh, no, it did. My That's my mistake. Her, her who, Winehouse. Who was her Winehouse? Her Winehouse, I'm going to butcher this man's name, Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the uh, coach for the Browns. Yep. Yes. He was an NFL so that was coach. Her, that was her wine house. Um, wow, man, that was a good one she did. She must have known something about him. I know. That was, probably, that was a name that I had not seen. I, I didn't even, hmm, she must, that's the other thing. It's for those who were, you know, on top of the news, she probably read a story. The shot and I was not doing so good. She got to get him on the list. Got to get him on the list. Got to do something. Now, I am speaking on my list. <laughs> I tend to play it safe, I think, in the fact that I have 
arguably the same people on my list year after year um, until maybe they die. Well, there's something and, to be said about that because I am I fall victim to changing my list, and then that person that I took off dies in the next show. So it's not like these people are getting younger. No. You know, you may have a young one that recovers, and that's great, and we're very happy. So sure, legitimately take them off. But there have been some people I'm like, huh? Well, I'll replace him with her, and then yep. him dies the next year. So right, I try to and be you know very what? careful with that. You bring up a really good point too, talking about recovery in the middle of all of this. Um, so one of the things that we should point out too is that during our year, during our game year, we do have what I've sort of affectionately dubbed our open enrollment period. And so <laughs> midway through the year, um, one, you have an opportunity to fill spaces of celebrities that have passed away. So in Beth's case, going back to her, when Marty died, she had a vacancy that she could then fill with somebody else. Um, and that's also an opportunity mid-year for you to make some significant changes. So again, going back to this as being a celebration of people, and it may not sound like that at times, but we do. We we I like the, you know the the victory stories i like the cinderella stories i like when somebody recovers from something um and then i take them off the list i take them off the list and i and during open enrollment i have an opportunity to replace it with somebody else so if suddenly you know somebody if amy winehouse does get sober i mean she's a bad example because she's gone but if she did get sober then you take her off the list um and we were talking about the idea of this podcast not only would be to talk about the game and who's on the list, but also to celebrate the lives of the people. Because as we bring up people who've passed, we're absolutely going to talk about who they are, what they did, what they accomplished, why they're of significance. So again, this is a celebration for us, not to be morbid about the passing. It's to celebrate them. Where am I, point wise? Because I think I'm looking at my list. I have three that died this year. You do, and none of them were really worth a whole lot. So right. you, on Beverly both of Cleary, Rush yes. Limbaugh, yes, and Prince Philip, and Prince Philip. Unfortunately, I probably shared with a lot of other people. Pretty much everybody else. Yeah, yeah so I'm about three points if that. <laughs> yep, pretty much everybody else. So on both of your lists, you're right around three points for each of your lists. So wow. you're certainly not crushing it right now, oh, now no, again, I, had, I did have that asner did i miss it no i just realized i had him you do you know what you sure do and you got points for him i have him highlighted so Perfect. i did go through yeah no. at names i just you haven't looked at my are, list in, in a few weeks there's a couple of people on here that have ed asner so there's a couple of names on here that i think you know some folks put those names on a list maybe because they are um, they've lost a little bit of sparkle. They've lost a little bit of shine, if you will. Um, again, yeah. this is, this is not something that we are willing or that we are hoping for, <laughs> or that we're, you know, like encouraging by any stretch of the imagination that that is not the truth, but you know, there's some individuals that maybe if they weren't, you know, part of our lexicon any longer, then I don't think any of us are going to shed too many tears. Um, but the flip side of that is that we also have some folks that 
are never going to be on somebody's list. And I know that for you, like we just recently passed the one year anniversary of Eddie Van Halen passing away. And I know that last year when we were, you know, putting lists together and, and getting ready to kick off our new year, you kind of struggled with that because you knew and had read because you're, I'm going to dare put it out on a limb and just say that you're an Eddie Van Halen super fan. Um, and you knew that he was unwell. You knew that he was sick and that he was struggling and you chose not to put his name on your list. And there were several others that did. And as we all know, he did pass away. Um, but I think that that is one of those things that when we're looking at these lists, you know, there are those names, there are those people that are so close that we celebrate so much that we have such um, an admiration for or a love for that we really don't, we don't even want to put the bad juju out there. <laughs> you know, we don't even want to. We don't want to, to ad- we don't want to admit it. And I will say that absolutely, I just did not want to put him on my last list even after reading all the stories that he wasn't doing well and some were rumors and some were not. And I just felt, you know what, I, don't, I just can't for me. And what I thought was interesting, and I will say, not only playing this game, but he was the only celebrity in pop culture that I was affected by when he passed away. Obviously I was around with Lennon, uh, got shot and, Prince and Michael Jackson and you know the list goes on and people are very affected by it and I never really was moved emotionally by a lot of those passings I I acknowledged it was very sad it was sad to see him go but that was about it for me but the passing of Eddie Van Halen really affected me because this is someone that I have probably listened to saw heard or played at least for the last 40 years of my life so it really felt like a family member had passed away. So it really did affect me. So that was one reason why, yeah, I wasn't going to put him on my list. But now I can say it was a good thing I didn't, because if you remember at the end of last year, our friend Beth did. And I ended up winning the game without my friend, Eddie Van Halen. And I just attribute that to he was looking down at me and rewarded me for not wishing or putting him on my list. But you're right. I think that we all have maybe one or a very small few number of celebrities that we feel I'm never going to put them on my list. I would never, it's just the karma. I don't want to put out there. Right. And I would agree with that. We, we were talking about this in preparation for this first podcast. We were talking about that name, that, that Eddie Van Halen name that you would just stay away from because it's just, like I said earlier, we just don't want to put that bad juju out there. We don't want to put that bad karma out there. And I know that there's a couple of folks that I've talked with, you know, with regards to our list. Um, I know Sarah Jane, for example, has mentioned Betty White previously that she refuses to put Betty White on her list. Even though everybody um, else does. Even though everybody else does. Everybody else has her I on just the looked. list. She's my Amy Winehouse this year. <laughs> Betty White. Yes, she is. She is your Amy Winehouse. Because um, everybody else had her. Correct. I didn't correct. want to share. I didn't want to share points. Um, but I think that's one of those things that it's like w- when you and I were talking about this 
you know, previously you'd mentioned it. And honestly, I don't know. That is something that I'm going to have to think about as far as, is there a person that would be my Eddie Van Halen that I just couldn't bring myself to put their name on a list. And the only thing that I can think of right now is maybe Eddie Vedder. Um, because to your point, Eddie Vedder is probably my Eddie Van Halen. And the fact that I grew up with him, you know, his Pearl Jam was always part of my daily life. Um, and at this point, I hate to say it, but he's like the last standing member of the grunge. Like he's <laughs> right. Everybody else is gone. You know, Kurt, Kurt Cobain, Chris is gone. Cornell. All, Lane, right. Lane Staley gone gone <laughs> gone um <laughs> and so it's like you know I will jokingly say that everyone so when I find out that maybe one more has passed Scott away Wyland. Scott Wyland gone 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 um ah, the list goes on Shannon Shannon Hoon gone gone um and it's awful it's awful when you look at that and you think oh my gosh this is so, you know, I will always joke and ask if anybody's done a wellness check on Eddie Vedder lately, just because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not getting any younger either. And he's, Actually, he's the last, the last standing guy. I don't know if you had heard in the last week, but David Lee Roth has announced uh, at the beginning of the year, he's going to do five shows in Las Vegas in a small venue. He's going to do all Van Halen and then he's retiring. Now there's rumors flying everywhere that there's a medical reason for this. Right, right. So it just, again, goes back to what we said earlier. This is a celebration. And this yes. is for us to realize the impact these people have made in our lives so much so that we don't even want to put them on the list. Right, right, So right. And there are, there are plenty of those. And so I think that's something that we can maybe think about because now you've mentioned, you know, now that Eddie Van Halen is, is gone, is there another Eddie Van Halen that might be there. And I, I have to think about it. Um, I mentioned Eddie better, you know, I don't know if there really is anybody else out there. Um, but that's certainly something that we can discuss maybe you know the next what? time. I thought about it and we can absolutely discuss this for our next one, but I thought about it after we did the prep because we did our prep, I think on October 6th, which was the one year anniversary of Eddie's passing. Yes. And yeah. I think the next one for me, who is living almost the identical lifestyle and I'm sure is not going to live to see the, the later years, you know, Eddie passed 65 and they're probably going to make it far is slash. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, been smoking and you know, what's really interesting too is after Eddie Van Halen passed and you see the pictures of him with a cigarette in his hand, you look at it a little bit differently than you did when you were a kid thinking, wow, look at this cool rocker. And he's, smoking. he's so and he's, cool. Look now him. you're like, you look at it and go, damn, that's what led to his demise. But, you know, when I think about who would I not want to put on the list, and, and for those of people listening that don't know me personally, obviously I tend to be more of the rock and roll pop culture. Uh, but I obviously am good with all areas of pop culture, but I kind of lean more towards the rock and roll. So for me, it would probably be Slash. Yeah. But I just wouldn't want to see go and wouldn't want to put him on my list. And, you know, but I think the, the big one for me was Eddie. And because I, I was so emotionally moved um when that news came in my my phone i was on a business call and i mean my cell phone would not stop buzzing with text and i told the person on the phone can i call you back because i knew something was going on i didn't know if it was family related and i looked at my phone and started reading them and it's just a ton of bricks fell on me i couldn't believe it yep 
And I think that that kind of goes back to what we've mentioned a couple of times. And, you know, I, I think hopefully as people get to know us and as people become familiar with, you know, this podcast and our, our mindset with regards to this, we really do in a lot of ways, look at these celebrities as, you know, part of our lives. This is part of our family. This is, and I know that sounds extreme in some cases, but you know, when you watch all their movies or you listen to all of their music, or, you know, you can remember going and seeing them in concert for the first time or for sports fans and seeing that amazing play or seeing that person rise in their career, you feel like you're part of it. You feel absolutely part of that journey. And when it ends, it ends for us too. And, you know, again, this isn't, this isn't meant to be morbid or to, to wish ill on anybody. Um, admittedly, like I said, we, we, yes, we do get points. Yes. (laughs) This is, yes, you do win money. (laughs) Yes, we do win money. We do make a bet on this. Um, so yes, you do win money. Um, but it really is more about the celebration of, of who these people are and their lives and get us talking and, you know, thinking about what these people have done and what they mean to us and hopefully what they'll mean to other generations or, or think about, you know, what that looks like. So they're absolutely part of the fabric of our lives. I mean, it's not just a celebration of their life, but it's a reflection on our lives. Like my impression of a celebrity, I may have got a different reaction than you did. And how many times have you sung on the radio that you haven't heard in years? Maybe you heard it back in high school. And the minute you hear that song, it takes you back to the moment that you heard it back then. I mean, I will tell you for some weird reason, the George Michael song, Father Figure, takes me back to driving in my first car. And I hear that on the radio and I picture myself <laughs> driving my first car. Because That's that was, a random one. But that was the song at the time that you yes. heard every five minutes in the rotation. But it's, you know, when, when George Michael passed and you're hearing all these, you know, retrospective of his life and you, you know, I heard that song. I'm like, wow, that was when I was first started driving. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's a reflection of their lives, but it's also reflecting on our lives where we were at that point, because what's so interesting is these celebrities that are in movies, in sports, in music, they're frozen in time at that moment. It's like, you'll see, recently I saw a movie with Gene Hackman. I think I saw Birmingham. Gene Hackman was in it, filmed in the mid-90s. The guy is in his 90s today. And if you saw him, you almost don't recognize him. But I remember him as the Gene Hackman from Superman and The Firm and those movies. So that's where it's kind of makes you go, oh yeah, they, they're, they're aging too. And I know them from this specific moment, but their lives moved on just like ours do. So again, it, it brings a lot together. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much. And I think that's why other people and our friends and colleagues enjoy it. And for me, it gives me a reason to use that stupid knowledge that I've stuck in my head, because as you were talking about being pop culture uh, aficionados, I mean, a day doesn't go by where we don't make a movie line reference in our conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything comes back to a movie line yep. or a scene Absolutely. in a movie. Yep. I mean, that's the impact it has. I remember I was at a trivia night and the category was movies. I'm at a table of 10 people and we're all supposed to be working together. And they're just reading the questions. I'm just filling in. I'm, right not, even listening to, I'm not even <laughs> listening 
to the other people go, well, I think it's this. I'm just writing it down and I got all of them right. Right. Well, I think you're wrong because I got the answer written right here. Yeah. No, you can talk. I'll take care of this category. Right. You go to the bar, get another drink. We're going to, I'm going to figure this out for you. Well, um, with that, I think that we're going to wrap this up. Um, our inaugural podcast, um, I would like to, you know, if anybody has sat through this and managed to make it to the end, um, and you would like to hear more, you would like to, um, you know, hear us talk about celebrities and, um, unfortunately there's, they're passing, um, and maybe where our, our standings are, um, I would encourage you to, to let us know, reach out, let us know that, that you want to hear more. Uh, I think that on our next one, we're going to be looking at, cause we're getting close to the end of the year. So now is probably about the time when we need to start thinking about what are we doing? Are we, are you keeping the same list? Are you, you know, what's the news? What's the scuttlebutt? What's going on for, for next year? Um, Are you starting to put stuff together? And so maybe we'll start talking about that a little bit and see. Do um, I keep, do I keep tech six, nine on my list or not? (laughs) And the beauty of that is, do you even know who that is? (laughs) I think one year I went to my daughter, I'm like, give me the name, give me some rapper or someone you think who's been in trouble. And it was like, the guy, I'm going to get this guy's name wrong, but it was like Slumdog, the millionaire or something I'm like, all right, put him on. Let's see what it is. Like, let's put him on the list. She's like, no, I, I think something's going to happen to him. He's either going to die or go to jail. I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens. Right. Fortunately for right. him, he, he didn't die. So happy he to hear that. Die. Did he go and to I, jail? Do we know? Did he go you know to jail? What? I didn't, but I did then see the documentary on text six nine for some reason and i thought wow this guy's probably not so long i'm gonna put him on i may get lucky it might be another uh whitney houston for me there you go there you go and again our condolences to the to houston every- family to the asner family everybody schonheimer family to anybody that we've mentioned today um you know if absolutely any, if any funeral homes <laughs> would like to sponsor this podcast we'd be- <laughs> We'd be more than happy to speak with you about sponsorship opportunities. There we go. <laughs> Brought to you by fill in the blank funeral home <laughs> and cemetery for all, your, for all your funeral and cremation needs. That's right. That's right. Brilliant. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to end the first ever Celebrity Death Pool podcast. Uh, my name is Bethany. Thank you to Brad for joining Thank us you. today. And uh, we will see you again next time. Thanks, everybody.